My first character is this is the guy trying desperately to hide his history of emotionally abusing women. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, y'all. It's Brett. Welcome to Dumb and Awful for this week. Um, I'm at Relentless Board. Uh, and I'm Brett's jackass friend at Dumb and Awful. <laughs> My name is Ev. Uh, <laughs> fucking at no money, no honey, emotionally abused women in the house. <laughs> I'm Sophie at Bingo Daddy with two Y's. I'm a misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to our podcast with Dumb Bitch Medium. <laughs> I'm really excited. Uh, Rob, your first character does really well with my first character, if you want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, I'd love to. Yeah. Yeah, you might be familiar with a uh, male feminist who beats his wife. Yeah, honey, I think that that's so cool that you're like a strong, independent woman who has like her own opinion and ideas. But when I found out that you were against abortion, that just made me so fucking mad. (laughs) 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 So I'm definitely going to have to put a content warning at the beginning of this one. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I have like a I, I, have, I have like a women abuse one too. What's up with oh, that? No. Great, let's do that one now so I can keep yeah. okay, okay, okay. okay, this is a frat bro that feels No, really look, bad. look, I, look, I hate to comedy goalkeeper yeah. gatekeep here. I guess I'm doing both, but you you can't front load the abuse. You got to save some for later, okay. or they won't stick around. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Do All something right. do something late. Dad that's out of touch with the lingo. Um <laughs> Okay. So, so I have a daughter in kindergarten, and I'm always having to tell her, "Hey, you gotta act right, or I'm gonna put you in the spank bank." <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> it's just I'm working on it. I don't know if it's ready yet. Okay. Hey guys, what about an amateur butcher who treats the deli like a Starbucks? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what? I know you guys okay. have a secret menu. <laughs> Um, I have a dad. I have a dad character too, Rob. It's a recently divorced dad who's going through a midlife crisis, uh, who decides to buy a razor scooter, and he's like, "Yeah, I always wanted one of these, but uh, my bitch wife said they were too dangerous. But now it's just me, my tunes, and the open sidewalk." <laughs> <laughs> Folks, you're getting this for free. <laughs> Unless you're paying for it, you fucking idiot. Six dollars and sixty-nine cents a month. Subscribe to Dumb and Awful on Patreon. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. You're uh, welcome. Sophie, uh, I, uh, Sophie, I, I want to get I want to get a character from you in a second, but I actually this next character it was sort of inspired. Well, okay, a couple things. So originally the character was gay Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> And okay. Whatever. I'm already laughing. You yeah. can do it in your head, but like the punchline was that the only ring he can't collect is the one denied him by the state of Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> right. But then I, then I burned that on real life. So mm. here's the one that Sophie made me think of you. Ready? Nice. This is a uh, this is lesbian Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's me, lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, I'm gonna do uh, I'm gonna do an Italian character and then Sophie'll do hers, yeah. it's relevant. Um, 
So I'm going to do a Pocahontas if she was a New York Italian. So, um, <laughs> hey, uh, we already got a culture over here. <laughs> you come to me on this, the day of my daughter's powwow. <laughs> okay uh yeah guys Mm. frat bro that feels really bad about colonialism (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck i have a similar one go off (laughs) bro bro i feel so bad that my ancestors colonized what's now known as canada uh we should go pick up some chicks tonight and just like let them murder us as reparations it's like no more stolen sisters man Oh, I just, I wrote a character, Sophie, that I, I think it's the same thing, basically. It's okay. um, the Tumblr bro. Okay. Hey, is one true parent for you. Beers and brats, baby. Yo, I know it's <laughs> fucked up, but what if we had 90 Chanel, but it's only for the boys? Hey, what's up, bitch? I think my cat's my son. Now, don't ever blog about radical consent is fucked up. Anyway, fuck that shit. It's a weekend, baby. You know what that means? All mental illnesses are valid. Get out of here. Holy shit. I'll hit that shit like Sam and Dean did in Supernatural Season 7. Castile, you get the reference. (laughs) No, but no bullshit. When Edward said, as if you could outrun me, that's the day I became a woman, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I don't know if that's there yet. That's just that's just something I was feeling. Uh, it's there. Okay, I have a racist cross stitch Etsy store owner. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So she's like, <laughs> yes, live, love, laugh, the white race. <laughs> uh, and then she's like, in this home, we never go to bed angry. We read Norse mythology, and we always deny the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a visual one but yeah i got you <laughs> that's <laughs> hey guys liz warren youtube unboxing okay <laughs> okay it's more of a concept <laughs> now the first item in the race science mystery box <laughs> is a caliper we'll add that to the link down below <laughs> Liz Warren could spit in a cup and then in my mouth. Am I right? Boys, boys, boys. All right. (laughs) Liz Warren is sort of reminded me of this other character I've been working on. It's Mm -hmm. called it's called Foreign Policy Trixie Mattel. (laughs) I love Trixie. Oh, honey, domestic support for the the AKP. It's not the only thing going down. Honey, more like Rayshep Tayep Erdu want. Honey. (laughs) The only Korean typo dong I want to see is the one on Glorious Leader, honey. More like Kim Il-hung. Oh, honey. <laughs> <laughs> this tuck, honey, I call it Israel's historical claims on the 11th because it's all an illusion, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right, I got um, international Rubik's Cube champion who doesn't see color. <laughs> he's just like uh i don't know man i'm like blessed my parents are pretty liberal and uh i just grew up around all different kinds of rubik's cubes (laughs) 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 yeah guys payless shoe source sneakerhead (laughs) 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 
I only collect uh-huh. rare Skechers. <laughs> Affordable footwear is a man's best friend. <laughs> Guys, this next character, uh, trigger warning for eating disorders. <laughs> Uh, and also, I'm sorry, I don't know how to do an Irish accent, but I'm doing my best. <laughs> I'm so ready. Yes. This is uh, water fasting Conor McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> you throw them weak kicks, I'll check them like the calories on a cookies and cream halo top. I'm going to eat your ass and log 400 calories to be safe. <laughs> Why is he Jamaican? I, I'm gonna be a grandmother's Thanksgiving dinner. You might get me down, but once we're alone, I'm coming right back up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I really like that one. I a love lot. that one. I, that, that one hit. That one hit me a lot. Yeah, of that was good. <laughs> I got a film school bro who goes on Pimp My Ride. Yo, we heard you love telling people that Woody Allen was just misunderstood. So we filled your whip to the brim with 15-year-old girls that are sexually confused and wearing berets. Boo, boo, boo. <laughs> uh, I feel... <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Uh, me and Brett, as you know, have run dumb and awful for over six months now. And we've never faced a situation like this before. But... <laughs> recent activities on the pod um, that we do take responsibility for have sort of changed things. I feel like one of those girls is my next character. Oh, dread, 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 Sophie, please. Uh, Basic girl that's an audiophile for Discman. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing beats the sound of a CD skipping when I go over my speed bump on a fixed gear bike. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's every girl she's ever dated. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I have a Catholic mermaid who only does anal. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, uh, <laughs> it's like. What's it like? What's it like, Ev? <laughs> so it's like, glub, 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 glub. Are you sure you love me? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Also, I I did that one for someone today, and he was like, That's not a character, that's just your life. (laughs) You know what? That is a good character because I do believe that is what it would be like. You you brought that moment to life in my imagination, and that's what all art is about, really. Thank you. Thank you. At its core. I met a guy last night that was good inspiration for a character, but I couldn't figure out what it was specifically. But I overheard this guy at a club dancing with his like assuming his girlfriend. And he was like, babe, are you having a good night? By the way, I met your parents yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I think that I hate it when people do new characters and they're never like inspired by like a real life person. Because you remember when I did like guy that only has one tweet? And it's at Gordon Ramsay asking him if he approves of the spaghetti dinner that he made for his police foundation's classmates. <laughs> Just that was a real guy. <laughs> okay, so I, lo- Rob- I love that guy so much. <laughs> I, I know I know he'll never know, but like I feel a true heartfelt mm. love for that man. Dead, dead, J Dub, where are you at? Well, I have no character. That was left. that was uh, very funny. 
boys <laughs> and Sophie. I was surprised by a few of those. They were really good. We didn't spoil them for each other, which was extremely difficult. It's hard. All right, Brett, you want to take us through whatever news stuff? <laughs> yeah. I love that you just sound utterly drained now, now that you've done all of your fucked up characters. Oh, I'm sorry. I have finite serotonin and I saved it all week for you, but I guess that wasn't good enough. Uh, Fuck off. New character, comedian who's really depressed and has to draw out and make people laugh every fucking night. I guess I'm just a sad clown. Just I'm just a sad fucking clown, huh? Okay. Boys, <laughs> <laughs> <Please> continue. <laughs> Just because right, so I stand on this stage, you feel entitled that I should have to go make you feel happy? Yeah. <laughs> Literally me getting on stage. Literally, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we had the some PUA news. For those who don't know, those are pickup artists. Um, Roosh V, who's been <clears throat> huge on the PUA scene for a long time, yeah. just up and became a devout Christian. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he has his own forum as well. Like He has his own website, his own forum. And so on it, you can see him as the mod, Roosh, Innovative Casanova. And he has this post that's, so he still calls himself Innovative Casanova. You can no longer discuss fornication or premarital sexual activity on this forum. That's actually not, that's actually not what he says, the verbatim bit. Because this struck me because like he's, it's very sternly worded and like serious. Like this is a a road to Damascus moment. Like I've had a religious conversion and this Mm -hmm. is costing me a lot. Mm -hmm. And in, in the letter... He goes, so things you can no longer discuss. Bullet point one, how to bang. <laughs> Even in his big moment, he's just like, don't try to get up in them guts on my phone. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, hey, women are no longer slam pigs. They are instruments of our Lord Jesus Christ, okay? <laughs> and look, will there, be, will there be edge cases? Yes, and I will try to moderate fairly. If you say you want to smash someone like the walls of Jericho, will I consider its <laughs> biblical value? Yes, but is it respectful <laughs> to women? I, I don't know. I don't think he cares about respecting women. I think that he cares about, like, do you guys not think that it's just, like, uh, him pivoting into a different grift now that, like, in the yeah. post-Me Too era, like, being a PUA is kind of, like, he a can't. bad luck and not something that you can necessarily use to make money? He's just pivoting. He literally said he got God-pilled. He's using <laughs> the exact same language. Jesus it's just, like, Christ a different grift. A cross. I know. Well, yeah, that was sort of, like... <laughs> The big thing about like Roosh and his generation is like to be a grifter, you have to know where the grift is. Mm -hmm. And he was, he was one of the first PUAs to like realize that you can't mail people DVDs and like get them to come to seminars because right now all the energy is in being a poster. So he was like the 4chan PUA that would Mm -hmm. just have like ebooks about how to smash in country specific dot pdf yeah and they would come in like package deals with uh like fucking whatever his face is but like tucker tucker uh i hope they serve oh, yeah. beer in hell oh i read and that was the same era right yeah yeah on the list of things you can still discuss on his forum it there, there's nothing in there banning any sort of like uh, abusing women or talking shit about them or any sort of like abusive language. None of that's on there. It's literally just sex talk. Well, that's kosher. Still cool to treat him as just pure physical objects, but uh, you know, just 
Yeah. Not until you put a ring on it. Within the confines of marriage. It yeah, made exactly. me laugh really hard that, like, on that post, uh, he, st- he still used the lingo as we described. So, like, he referred to dating multiple women or fucking multiple women at the same time as spinning plates, <laughs> which I had never heard before. And I was thinking, I was like, you yeah, if you get caught, like, dating multiple women at the same time, is it, like, dropping a plate and then all your bros are like, yo, Opa. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god hey you got me <laughs> it's still a disaster but we're having fun eh? yeah <laughs> oh fuck it's a major tragedy a celebration i don't know fuck i hate puas i read the game um yeah. right right is like a generous term i listened to the audiobook of the game um Several years ago. You listened to the audiobook of the game? <laughs> yeah, yes, I did. I did. Hi, um, my name is Neil Strauss, also known as Style. As I approached the HB9, <laughs> Hot Bitch 9, I knew I had heavy Kino. Kino is when you rub your dick on them when dancing. Here, yeah. She attempted Here's, to flee, okay. but I used my boys, wingmen, to block her escape. By putting a hat on her that I had been previously wearing, it would be theft for her to attempt to flee. Then I could call the police. <laughs> End can I, chapter eight. Begin chapter nine. Can I interject and say that I'm going to go to the bathroom because I didn't read the game because I don't need it. Okay. Well, <laughs> game, game. No one needs Sophie the Hayes. game. Trust me. I, okay. I read it. So my pers- this is like my personal experience was that um, I existed on the axis of oppression, which was um, not being hot or cool until I was like 18, which. Debatable. <laughs> Which made me, like, a prime target for, like, um, greasy dyes, right? And then I was like, how can I intellectualize this and get in front of it? But I actually was, like, grateful for learning about the game because, like, otherwise I wouldn't have had such an in-depth understanding of, like, nagging. And it's still something that, like, plagues me consistently but like i definitely thought that the the post was really interesting because it was like it was like you said it was all the dimensions of things that are like against christianity but like it was it was nothing to do with like actually you know treating a lady should be like (laughs) valuing them as a person yeah (laughs) it was nothing about like make sure you know about their interests (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean it still plagues you? Do you, you still get negged? Or are you other oh, are you oh, negging yeah. other people now? Is that what happened after uh, the game? No, no, no. I didn't I wasn't reading it as like I was reading it as like trying to understand what like idiot men were doing to me. I wasn't like I can learn from this and apply it to do misogyny. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but you could. That's not passion. I, I, no, no, I, I, abs- I absolutely could. Um, no, I definitely just used it to learn ways to tell my reply guys to shut up. No, I'm kidding. Well, if you <laughs> understand uh, the right? Yeah. Uh, one thing that I I did also, uh, so like Rob kind of said, like, which countries are the best to bang, but I don't know if you guys are, are familiar with, like, so like, Ru- I think it was Rouge himself who did, like, the series of books that was, like, bang hungary like bang, bang iceland Iceland, yeah. like bang australia like whatever it was like a series of like guides to like uh how to get laid in various countries based bang, on their like poland if you throw a coin in one direction she'll look away and you can fuck her <laughs> no i was literally just gonna ask you what bang poland and bang florida would be like 
literally show up. <laughs> what do you think Bang Ottawa is? I have a 40k a year government job, and if I work 30 years, you'd, I can claim you as a dependent baby. <laughs> <laughs> Bang Newfoundland is like, Aider, darling, who's your father? <laughs> <laughs> Samara Sonia. <laughs> Bang Quebec is like, I play accordion. <laughs> Bang Quebec is like, girl, you are sweeter than syrup d'érable. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, bang Iran be like, uh, Muhammad chose Ali as the first caliph. <laughs> so, oh, fuck i thought i had a good one please um but i'm, like, trying, do, I'm okay. trying really hard there was like an article that um somebody wrote i can't remember who but it was called like caught blood by redistribution which was about how pickup artists that were doing these like bang various countries guides were frustrated that none of their normal techniques worked in countries that had like democratic socialism so like none of their tech no but seriously none of their techniques worked in like uh like scandinavia and they thought that it was because like women were uh financially independent enough that they didn't feel I don't know, as desperate to attach themselves to a man. So, like, none of the PUA shit um, worked necessarily worked. It was very, like, Gloria Steinem, uh, a woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle. (laughs) 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 Or, like, share, like, a man is, is like, dessert, a luxury, not a necessity. (laughs) (laughs) Indigenous icon. Yeah, share. I mean, that, that makes sense. The The whole concept is you're manipulating people who are desperate and abused because society treats them like shit. And if you're in a society that doesn't treat you like shit, oh, suddenly, like, the whole basis of this fucking policy exactly. doesn't work anymore. It, it definitely yeah. makes sense. And it's, it's, an, uh, it's a... <laughs> not to do class reductionist on a topic of ID, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) But it's definitely true that, like, women would be more vulnerable to men who are using, like, abusive practices in societies where, you know, there's, like, huge wealth disparity and there's not, like, a a social safety net or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and just Mm -hmm. a functioning social system at all. I mean, we wouldn't have that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think you can even see, like, kind of that even in, like, our society and stuff like that. Because Mm -hmm. if you're, like, a lesbian and you talk to women who also date men, Mm -hmm. they get obsessed with you really easily if you're not treating them like shit. (laughs) No, I'm I'm serious. Because it's, like, it's completely different than, like, interacting with men in, like, a dating context, right? Yeah. So you can Mm -hmm. see it. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Speaking of uh, vulnerable populations being uh, preyed on... (laughs) Uh, mm-hmm. it, the Tony Robbins <laughs> thing. Uh, Brett, you want to like uh, set up what this was? Yeah, I mean Tony Robbins is PUA adjacent, right? Yeah, uh, the way I, the way I look at it is like they're opposite ends of a historic timeline. It really starts with like Tony Robbins 
and there's a direct line to Roosh and the like bang Poland shit. But, Did they bang yeah, Poland? Exactly. Okay, I have to be honest with you guys. Sorry, this is off track for five seconds, but That's... I I'm still absolving the guilt from like when I was a teenager and I watched a shit ton of bang bus shit. And I feel like none of the girls spoke English and they were all Eastern European. And now that I'm an adult and like a, you know, like a more ethical consumer of materials, I'm like, were those women tourists? Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> bang bus, bang bus was in Miami, actually. And that was historically one of the, the things that was known about it. So uh, before we move okay. on, does anyone have any good riffs on Ev masturbating as sex trafficking? before we move on because <laughs> I want to make sure because we got the Tony Robbins thing but let's just make sure we've mined any no. gold from this topic okay. would you please <laughs> Rob <laughs> continue about Tony Robbins I was thinking about Poland I was I was I was worried about your country people but continue <laughs> so Tony Robbins uh we're at like three articles now from BuzzFeed. They have a whole series on him uh, where more and more records have been leaking out, revealing that he's using his fame to, during his seminars, berate victims of rape and violence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And then he's had a bunch of sexual advance and assault accusations um, that came up from both female staffers and followers. For instance, that he likes to be naked in front of staffers, yeah. which is similar to the Charlie Rose thing, I believe, where like he would just mm-hmm. sit naked there and, and, and make his female assistants like take notes. I, I love, by the way, that his lawyer response to that was he was never intentionally naked. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's, yeah. It's an every man scenario. You know, Listen, we've all guys, been there. Sometimes your pants just fall off. Gentlemen, we've all been there. <laughs> Am I You're right, You're just swinging fellas? dick and an assistant walks in. Like, what are you going to yeah, do? Yeah. <laughs> fellas, W-Y-D. <laughs> <laughs> but besides the sort of what at this point is depressingly regular accusations of a powerful man who abuses his position, um, mm-hmm. is the the weird cult-like thing that happens with him where he has... So these people are looking to him to basically save them. Half of these people are suicidal um, mm-hmm. in these stories. And he will get up there and someone will say... Um, one woman had told him through tears that she had been raped. Robbins recounted that he had cut her off in a warm and elegant way and informed her that she was fucking using all this stuff to try and control men. I love the warm and elegant way to yeah, cut exactly. off a rape victim. <laughs> I, don't, I don't support, this is a quote, I don't support anybody fucking raping her or taking advantage of her, he said, but yeah. I, I don't support her fucking manipulating herself, men, and other people by trying to use that tool when it's not really the primary experience of her life. <laughs> yeah. Cool. cool. Um, and they, they had in here, too, that it was a different time bullshit that they have to put in every fucking remotely um, Me Too type thing. It was a different time with different values and beliefs. Sorry, that's just like a personal pet peeve every time they yeah, do that. No, it's okay. okay. Yeah. Like it was, ne- it was never okay to just grab people. They just couldn't say anything because no one would listen back then. That's all that's changed. Just people Here, listen. Okay, so. here's here's the frustration. There are multiple frustrations about Me Too, right? So like uh, number one being that um, the various types of accusations are all being grouped together in terms of mm-hmm. severity, yeah. which is a problem for me personally, right? But also, um, to me, when Me Too surfaced. Um, 
people who were victims and frequent victims of, you know, sexual yeah. assault and physical assault and abuse were all like, yeah, we know. <laughs> like, who who is this movement for, right? Yeah. Like, it's not it's, for us, it's, yeah. It seems like it's for, it's supposed to educate straight men or, you know, or people who have never been mm-hmm. victimized, right? Yeah. And... Right. Uh, no, no, but ser- like, seriously, like we all knew. And it's like when they started exposing this stuff, it's like, okay, well, I want these people to pay for their crimes, whether that's socially, I would prefer if it was judicially, even yeah. though I'm like against, you know, even though I'm, I'm, I'm like against the prison, the prison system it's and like the current justice system. It, it's like what we operate under right now, you know, like I, I don't want to be utopian or anything, but it's it, it do, it's very like disappointed but not surprised anytime a powerful man yeah is revealed to be something like this and anyone who is sexually viable um especially as a younger woman knows that unfortunately in at least like <laughs> I've never, you know, like when when Me Too surfaced, I was like, I've never had a job where I wasn't sexually harassed. Absolutely, it seems not. like a privilege to have one where you, <laughs> where insane. you weren't, right? right? You know, so it, it's it's like when the when these things surface, it's uh, it, it's like the me the Me Too movement is like, yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like no, honest, honestly, it's, like it's that sounds bad, but it's like it, who who is this? Who is this informing, you know, like even specifically, like, so I ride my bike everywhere and I have like a specific experience of like um, having ridden my bike to work over the course of several years when I worked in an office. Mm-hmm. And every day that I got hot called, I would walk into my office I or something happened to me on my bike. I would be like, this happened. And I worked intact. So I worked pretty much with all men. Mostly, yeah. And they were all like, oh, we always thought that women were like exaggerating about the harassment they experienced but like we know that you're cool <laughs> well it's like <laughs> so you too- would never lie right and it's like the, that's kind of what the me too movement in yeah. a lot of ways is it's just informing people who it doesn't it doesn't provide anything for people that have been victims or frequent it um victims, it, right? it educates people who weren't mm-hmm. aware of it at the expense of victims right yeah and not at the exactly. expense because people are electing to disclose their trauma but it's I, it doesn't mm, i mean yeah. to a certain degree but it yes doesn't know it doesn't really do anything for people that have actually experienced well it, it re-traumatizes say. every victim yeah. who's not who is choosing not to disclose their shit but also, like, I mean, the Tony Robbins thing specifically, first of all, I don't know why any of us are surprised by the fact that somebody who made millions and billions of fucking dollars off uh, selling snake oil to depressed people is a bad person. Is, is using it hey. to manipulate people, yeah. No, right? Like, yeah. self-help is just yeah. astrology for ugly straight people. That's true. Yeah, and both those <laughs> well, things rule. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it rules. It rules. Yo, fuck you. Rob. I just think I think <laughs> I think it's really interesting that like mm. I mean, even like the article that we read, but like we know this that mm. like his work as a motivational speaker he claimed like focused on like I don't know the transformative power of like de-victimization, right? Like his whole thing was about like yeah. was Berating about victims. moving on from being a victim or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And that he's being brought down by a movement that's centered on the narrative of victimhood. Yeah, that's it's true. it's an interesting vic- like a uh, juxtaposition, right? Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, I like, think a lot of. Go ahead. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, go ahead. 
this isn't really surprising because like, Mm -hmm. yeah, he's a powerful guy, but he's also like the traditional cult leader type. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. In in his day, like the 80s and the 90s, he was one of these big NLP guys, Mm -hmm. which it Mm -hmm. stands for, I don't know if you know, neuro-linguistic programming at all. Yeah. Yes. It was like this big idea that so, you could be totally fixed if you just had the right framing and language, right? right like framework, if, so yeah. Sophie actually this works out pretty well, but like Sophie has like a like a linguistics degree and I have like a health psychology degree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My no, thesis continue. was on the language of multi level marketing schemes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you know like this yeah. this NLP <laughs> thing was like Mm-hmm. This was the hucksters, like like it is just one unbroken chain of grifters. And back then, like this stuff broke through the mainstream of the internet, I think, sooner than the mainstream oh, yeah. of American culture. Because like yeah. the early internet was lonely, nerdy guys, right? So yeah. stuff about ladder theory, friend zone shit, mm-hmm. uh, yes. uh, NLP patterns and pattern breaking. Like mm-hmm. the guy in that Paul Thomas Anderson movie, Magnolia... Ross Mm -hmm. Jeffries, he was, him and Tony Robbins were like one in the same. They were there to teach you ways to either talk yourself better or use magic of language to get women to fuck you, basically. Yeah, totally. And I think that part of that is like at the time, because we're kind of like out of the whole, like not completely, but a lot of the motivational speaker stuff like isn't hitting with people as much anymore. Mm -hmm. But at the time, that was like the main way that people wanted to like change their lives, right? And I think a lot of it is like kind of a broader cultural shift in the way like people like kind of self-actualize their trauma, like because a lot of people now feel like really out of control of their lives. And I know you guys have talked about it on the podcast before with like um, like the financial crisis. Right. So people mm-hmm. feel like they don't have any control. And the only thing you can control is like politicizing your own personal experience. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. like before a lot of people were like you know, they were looking for that actualization in, like, other people, so, like, motivational speakers, therapists, cult leaders, whatever, right? Now it's, like, with the Me Too movement, it's mm-hmm. all about the personal being political and, like, using your own experience to, like, create power and, like, have control over your own narrative. I I, hate, I love and hate that. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah. There was a video this week of, like, Tony Robbins just... Which, by the way, like, the world is so absurd... I feel like I've lowered my expectations for life. But if you had told me even a week ago, like, hey, man, mm-hmm. you, you want to see a video of Tony Robbins in a tank top jumping up <laughs> and down, dancing and singing the N word over and over and over again? I'd uh, be like, come on, man. That's <laughs> there's yeah, no way right? you created that. I don't th- I don't think he's hot. He's got a long ass face. That's that's my take. And also, I will say this out outright. Anyone who is six seven is genetically predisposed to be a sexual predator. That's true. <laughs> that checks out, actually. That's true. Uh, As, uh, it is. It is what it is. Told boys. people be like. Um, I I do. Th- I did also think that it was interesting that he's like. First of all, you can never be uh, naked in front of anyone accidentally unless they just like walk in on you and your door is accidentally unlocked. I will. I will say that off top. Second of all. Um, <laughs> Uh, I think that so he has like also really like poor labor practices. Yeah. And like um it's like eighty-five grand to be in like the highest tier of his membership programs, right? So like we all nice. know how much money he has, but uh he had a shit ton of people that were working for him on a volunteer basis and the 
shifts that they were working wouldn't have been legal even if he was paying them. So they were working like 15 to 18 hour shifts and he wasn't allowing the breaks. And then he was quantifying it or qualifying it by saying that they were volunteers. Um, it, it was kind of, it seemed like a project for employee, quote unquote employee, again, he wasn't paying them, but for like employee loyalty, where he was doing the classic like cult, like you were saying, Rob, cult technique of denying them sleep yeah. and rest and yeah. access to like food and water, right? Like what do all cults have in common? People are quote unquote reaching euphoria via like <laughs> deprivation, <the> denial <laughs> of substances that you need as a human to function properly and survive yeah. and have your brain functioning on all cylinders. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, that was like the go-to, that was the go-to grift of like the eighties. It's all that like power mm -hmm. of the mind shit. In general, there'd be a very entertaining thing to do, like the history of the grift in America, because I feel yeah. like that's what everything is now. It's all grift. But there's something funny to me about the types of grift, like yeah. grifts that seem to focus on women specifically are all about like spiritual and emotional empowerment and development and higher cognition things. And all mm -hmm. the ones focusing on men are like reptilian id shit, like how to fucking fight and not apologize yeah. for it. Yeah, so definitely. I was thinking how entertaining it would be if we could get a uh, a grifter for good, a PUA who tricks men into developing emotional intelligence. The, the Robin Hood of grifters. Listen, y'all, women loves a man who self-regulates. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, sorry, sorry, I'm here with all my friends real quick, but uh, settle a bet real quick. Uh, uh, um, who lies more, men or women? Uh, both, because they're human beings and they're no different. Anyway, uh, trans rights are human rights. I gotta go. Talk to you later. <laughs> Damn girl, you've been practicing mindfulness because your present is fuck in this moment. You know, you know what gets my dick hard as fuck? Listening to a woman talk about her fucking interests and beliefs. <laughs> hey girl, I've had a real rough day. You want to come over and help me complete these uh, emotional identification regulation worksheets? I really value your input. Yo, check out, check out, your, this is your card, right? Ace of spades, <laughs> now it's a fireball. Unbelievable, right? Only thing more unbelievable is the fact that a woman can't control her body in America. <laughs> That's a banger. Yo, I did. I did think that was funny that like uh, Tony Robbins' like thing was he was like apparently he like breaks down people's like barriers yeah, yeah, by yeah. like pattern you know, breaking by yeah by yelling at them and swearing at them and like saying gross such shit at them which is like you know what I hate wasps as much as the next person but I mean like I don't know if that's the strategy um but he would like <laughs> he would always do this shit that was like um specifically on women he'd be like oh it's like orgasm and masturbation as like humor to break a woman's like suicidal pattern and it's like okay i really feel like he's stealing sophie's bit but <laughs> <laughs> excuse you <laughs> no but using using sexuality like as a pattern breaker can to like jolt you out of habits and let you really focus in can be good it's like in high school i, I had it was 89 90 and i had the game tying free through at as at regionals 
and I was sh my knees were shaking. I was so nervous. And I looked in the stands, and my dad wasn't there, and my mom wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're a Polish family. Relatable. Um, <laughs> but, Mood. <laughs> but my uncle, I'm sorry, I'm getting choked up. But my uncle was there, and he mouthed to me. He said, your dick's weak. And it, <laughs> it broke my pattern, and I sunk those baskets. And to this day, I have the ring. So... <laughs> It worked for me, is all I'm saying. Listen, anecdotal evidence is all it takes when it comes to self-help. Start right. your cult. Yeah, should we talk about the most fucked up, um, like, tool in the arsenal of bitter artists? Okay, yeah. Brett. I don't know if we'll use this other than to bring me joy in my personal life. No, I... I, I didn't know about this personally until you guys sent it to me, and I was really excited to learn about it. Okay, to be so honest. Brett, here, do you have the page open in front of you? I do. <laughs> okay, okay. Where it says the door pattern originated, da 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 da, right? Mindless, colon, yeah. Yes. Here's what I want from you because this was taken as like deadly serious pay $10,000 to learn this content here in the 80s. I want you, without putting any English on it, without performing it, just. Read as Brett at your own pace the, <laughs> the door pattern. <laughs> okay. All right. And what was the cutting edge in dating in the Tony Robbins NLP era? Did you read it? It's mm -hmm. comedically pure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whereas most patterns are about getting a woman into bed, the door is aimed at controlling her after you've started sleeping with her. Other patterns that you used on her have anchored immense pleasure to you. The door creates an anchor for the loss of that pleasure. You've already had intercourse with the girl. The ideal setting for the power of the door, which is a power and control pattern, is right after you've had intercourse and you're in bed with the girl. And at this time, hopefully you've set up the fact that you're also the man of her dreams and fulfill her emotional needs. You're fooling around in bed. You've already had a great time and you go, sweetheart, what's that over there? And you point towards the door and she'll say, well, you know, that's a door, silly. And you say, yeah, you know, I'm a real positive person, but... I mean, can you imagine? I mean, you don't know what can happen from day to day when you think about it in your mind. I mean, what would happen if I walked out that door and the door closed and as the door closed, it slammed shut. And no matter what you did, you could not open the door. And you knew that you would never be able to look into my eyes again and you'd never be able to hear my voice again and you'd never be able to feel my touch again. OK, right here is where she starts going. I don't like this door business at all. And at this time, you just reassure her. OK, all right, sweetheart, you're right. You, you really shouldn't think about the door and you really don't have to think about the door. So you go back to playing around with her some more. Brett is so perfect for this audiobook. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Have some more, have right, some more fun have with her. you have a voice for reading. Continue. <laughs> That's an insult. <laughs> no, 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 Brett, no, read the next line, nice. please. Have some more fun with her. Bring her to another orgasm or whatever and say, <laughs> you know, a terrible thing happened the other day. My friend was hit by a truck. I mean, it was awful. By the time they got him to the hospital, he was dead. I can't believe it, you know? It's almost as if it would be a horrible thing, you know, when you think about point towards the door that no matter even if you were able to get the door open and you were to search that you could never find me again then she starts freaking out you calibrate more on that part of you will never be able to see me again you'll never be able to hear my voice again you'll never be able to all that fun we had together all the those great times we had together walking along the beach hand in hand in the moonlight we would never be able to do those things again and <laughs> even if you were to open that door you would search and you could never find and she's at the point where she's saying no, no, I hate this door. Let's stop this door now. Are you trying to upset me? And you say, oh, I'm sorry, sweetheart. I'm just saying these are just things that are popping in my mind, okay? So play around some more. Get her good and nice and hot again, full around. 
have a good time with her joke and then get back to the door and say you know god still you know about life's tragedies i mean i just keep thinking on how at this point you can already see that this is starting to make her feel uncomfortable you want to create that sense in her that you can walk out and she'll feel terrible for the rest of here life you want to anchor oh, that response okay i'll get up and she'll say he believes in the afterlife hardcore sorry i'll on. get up and she'll say well what are you doing and i'll say i'm going to the bathroom I go up to the bedroom door and I slam it. That right there will freak her out. Then I'll open the door and say, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry. I'm just playing with this door again. You know, you really shouldn't think about this door now. And you really don't want to think about this door now. Having anchored that sense of loss and pain to the door, you can trigger it whenever needed. Whatever negative behavior may come up that you want to stop, the first time you just get up and slam the door. Whenever you walk out the door depends on the level of bullshit. On later occasions, you can just indicate the door in some manner. The example Alex gives. If he's talking on the phone and getting in crap from her and he knows the relation of where the door is to her desk, he says, sweetheart, could you please turn right and take a look at what's over there? And that was the end of the bullshit. Guys, I'm wet. That, <laughs> Brett, I, uh... I want to talk about I want to talk about the door pattern. Okay, So um, like uh, the door pattern. Ladies, we've all been there. <laughs> you fought to die one time. He's like, hey, guess what's in this room? A door. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it happens. Yeah. Okay, guess what? But Check this door here's out. What's, it's like, it, they made it seem like, okay, they're like, you already closed the deal. You fought her once. And it's like, hey, you fought someone once. And they're like... They're like, you think that that person is already attached to you? You have weird fucking ideas about women, first of all. Second of all, it's like, they're like, they're already sexually addicted to you. And it's like, this working really hinges on your ability to make a woman come. They're like, oh, they're already yeah. sexually addicted to you. <laughs> Yeah, Honestly. I was going to ask about this. The oh, PUA yeah. stuff talks a lot. Of, do they ever actually say like how to have sex better? Or is that no. one of the PUA chapters? No. no, no, no one who's into PUA shit has ever made Fought. anyone come. Yeah, if they there, there's no market for that. There's really no. It, no. it's a, a market. There has to be a need. And the PUA market doesn't have teach me how to fuck better. It hasn't come up. You know what is the issue? Okay, so they're like, let's say that there's like a Venn diagram, and there's like. PUA is on one side and then there's like actually fucking on the other side the like actually making people come on the other side the middle is like emotional abuse right <laughs> it's like you can't actually fuck as just a PUA and you can't actually you know you can do emotional abuse all you want but it's not going to be <laughs> successful unless you're actually making anyone nut <laughs> Guys, all I honestly, honestly, all I got from this door business is that some people need to have emotional abuse laid out for them, and for some people, it's inherent. You know what? For me, I was like, you know what? My problem would be with like the door, the door problem would be like I my tata trait is that I can never turn down a dare. <laughs> um, so like someone would be like, there's the door, and I if I had only fought them once, I'd be like, okay, walk out it, honey. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously though. Literally, see you never, bitch. I don't care. <laughs> I like that in the actual in the writing of the dynamite bit, they yeah. have the even so this is in their hypothetical conception of it's it's working flawlessly. Mm -hmm. uh, the woman is still going, a lot of door talk, huh? Yeah. <laughs> 
You know, I I keep thinking about uh, life's tragedies. And she says here, no, I hate the door. Let's stop talking about this door now. Why are you trying to upset me? That's in the ideal script. It's a perfect Um, sketch. Can you imagine fucking somebody and then like immediately after being like, call up a mental image. <laughs> like the first time you fought them and you're like, you're like, okay, go off fucking Dumbledore. Like, fuck <laughs> <you>. <laughs> fucking whatever that movie okay. is in Harry Potter. If I, if I want, yeah, if I wanted to call up a mental image, I'd make a vision board with someone who actually showers on it, you dumb fucking bitch. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think the door is a real thing. You gotta be so deep in it for someone to be threatened by you. I don't. I would make you feel cheap if someone left like immediately after, but probably not the first time. I just don't think that it's ever worked. Mm -mm. No, that was so. That's sort of. Do you guys think right? Like, yeah, no, I do. So, so I do think it has worked before. Oh, okay, okay. Because I think it's it's worked once, right? You know, so like, I think I think it works on people who are already victims and have been abused before, right? For like sure, you're just, for sure. You're like you, you're doing the most evil thing I can think of, which is yeah. finding someone who's already down and abusing them further for your own fucked up physical but, needs. But right? that's like, what that's kind of what abusers are like. Like I think that like talented abusers, not to use <laughs> that phrasing. No, it's okay. Um, just at me next time. Yeah, <laughs> Rob. Um, but people who are actually like dead at abuse can sniff it out on oh, people yeah, if time. they've been oh, yeah. abused before, right? And they can start it earlier. But I mean, like, if you were actually like a talented abuser, you would wait at least six weeks. You before don't talking about you the don't, door. You don't fuck till the third day. You don't abuse till the sixth week. <laughs> look, look, bro. We I all know. know. I know with the boys, it's all about as soon as you can, but me, I don't even start gaslighting her till the fourth date, because I'm old school Italian. And that's why you're a fucking ally, Rob. <laughs> can I read a disgusting reply to start? Would you guys like that? It's it's not it's not a dumb bitch of the week or anything, but... Oh, is that what you were whispering to yourself? Yeah. Yeah, I posted a picture of the bread that I made. And some guy said, there is thick as you. And then uh, he said, did you use your own yeast to make them? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I was um, like, oh, thick as you. That's just kind of lazy, but all right, whatever. No, he was uh, rose, rose emojis love to be like, did you use your fucking pussy yeast to make that bread? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to being a woman on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Just seems like a delight. What a delightful place to be. I fucking hate it so much. Honestly, as soon as I transversed having like 1200 followers and this sounds like a bread, but it's definitely not. As soon as I did, I was like, oh, this is only going to get worse. Oh, yeah. And it only gets worse. And I have, like, between, like, both of the accounts, like, the podcast accounts on Instagram and Twitter and my personal account on Instagram and Twitter, I have, like, probably, like, 5,000 followers. Yeah. And it's, uh, it only gets worse. (laughs) PUAs in the DMs all the time. It only gets worse. They're they're sending the door like, in the DMs. No, it's like it's like sometimes it's such spusty, 
and that's annoying but mostly it's just like dudes who are like i will i will lasso her via the discourse (laughs) 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 they're like i will fucking play devil's advocate until she fucking nuts Okay, sorry. Should we talk about the anime baptism? Let's talk about anime baptism. Okay. Uh, So there's this pastor who likes to do, um, he he has what he calls a VR ministry. Mm -hmm. And he he describes it as allowing disadvantaged people um, to attend church without the judgment that comes from traditional congregations, right? Right. So you can digitally digitally go to church. Okay, that's a little weird. So recently he did a... VR baptism of another YouTuber uh, called Drumsy. Okay. And Drumsy appears in the the VR as a busty pink-haired anime girl in a pastel suit. And she gets a digital baptism by crouching Mm -hmm. underwater for a few seconds as Soto Mm -hmm. describes the symbolism of the ceremony. Mm -hmm. And I, I just enjoyed this quote of them describing it. After the baptism, a banana hugs Drumsy. A tiny cat asks Drumsy, how they feel. I feel like I'm out of breath. I feel like I just had an experience. Then SpongeBob hops into the baptism pool, soaks up all the water, and runs away. <laughs> okay. This is first of all, again, I'm I'm totally on board because this is just how like religious iconography has always worked. I mean, it, it's a, a conversation with history. So, what's that? Sorry, we were just. Analyzing how much charge my phone has left. Sorry. Continue. Is it going to die soon? No. No, no. We're fine. I'm I'm sorry, Rob. No, it's good. Continue. (laughs) No, the joy's gone. No, 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 no. Don't no, fucking knit mull in this bit where you no, it's, stop. No, it's, you it's stop fine. It was it. really good of all the times to check your phone battery. Why not while I'm setting up Sophie the premise? Flipped my, <laughs> Sophie fucking flipped my phone over. No, it's fine. Started like, it, it's, over. It's more about start, me than you at this point. No, okay. Yo, Rob. <laughs> Look, it's like looking at my, sh- it's, it's like finding Rob, out my Christmas presents Rob, on a shipping manifest. Rob, <laughs> Rob. Like technically I'm Rob, happy, but Rob, it's not the same. Rob. Grow the fuck up, pretend you're an actual comedian and not just a funny person who speeds into a microphone sometimes for a recording once a fucking week. Okay. Rob, the show fuck up, up. Be a show man. Up, Make the riff about Winnie the Pooh and SpongeBob show, getting married on some virtual reality up, thing. Show up, do a job, and repeat your fucking riff because none of us know what it was going to be. So do it. <laughs> Ev, if you reveal at the end of the episode that you, you kept cutting Rob off as a, a giant plot to metneg him, I'm going to respect that. I didn't. I literally accidentally spoke to Sophie in real <laughs> life. I'm so no sorry, one. Rob. I'm so sorry, Rob, that it made your dick fucking soft that I was trying to just <laughs> accidentally talk to Sophie in real life. First of all, as a Valsell paladin, my dick has always been soft, so you're too late. <laughs> I know. Yes. We've discussed this. Yes. You've never had a fucking boner. I know. I know. I'm aware. And today's not going to be the day, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, honey. So log back on and do your bit. The bit is gone. <laughs> Guys, I think it's actually okay. really cool that they're doing VR uh, church. Yeah, it's okay. dope. I think it's cool. Okay. Look, I, I don't I, mind the idea. I don't, I don't mind the idea either, but here's the thing. So, like, I... 
this is complicated. Are either of you religious? No. Or uh, Rob Rob was raised really, really religiously. I wasn't. I went to a Catholic school just as it was a decent school in the area. Right, okay. Right. So Rob, you were raised really religiously, but like in what like particular sect? Like was it like a like Polish like Orthodox church thing or whatever? <laughs> No, it was an anti-papist Missouri Synod Synod, which is uh, a fundamentalist evangelical Protestant movement out of Lutheranism. Okay, nice. All right, yeah. Okay. Is there a reason you asked that? <laughs> no. Uh, well, sort of, because so like I've like acknowledged this like not maybe not publicly before, but I mean like I I know a lot of Slavic people and Very brave. Um, friends. I it's brave, it's brave of me I'm to be friends with so many as many Polish people as I'm friends with um and I was like seeing this guy who was like really Polish and he was really religious and I asked him if he knew my friend who was also really Polish and he was like no there are like witchy Polish people and like church Polish people and she must be like witchy is that a thing that you know about Rob <laughs> the fuck are you talking about <laughs> nice all right cool 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 we can we can disacknowledge all of this okay damn i so, wasn't I, I wasn't gonna do my terrible riff but after that now i have more confidence no uh, do it do it i wasn't i wasn't trying to be funny on the podcast i was just literally talking to you about my actual interactions with polish people <laughs> you're I like you're like a gamer that when you get owned in a game you're like oh bro like that's only because i wasn't even trying like i'm about to try Try now. <laughs> like, oh yeah, y'all don't like that riff? That's fine. I wasn't even trying to be funny on your podcast, but all right, all right. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think the VR church is cool, guys. If you want to be a busty, pink-haired anime girl when you're getting baptized, you should have that right. If that's your soul, yeah, do it. Conversely, <laughs> conversely, if I'm going yeah. to be radicalized into a particular set of Wahhabist Islam, I want <laughs> my cleric to look like Goku and have a big ass dick that he modeled from Steam. That's just me. <laughs> that's what it takes that's for fair. me to get there. That's fair. That's fair. If that's what it takes, that's why aren't fair. we giving you the option? But I was just essentially asking because I was trying to ask if everybody was like baptized, confirmed, and or communed or what the fuck ever. No, I, I'm none of that shit. No. That's going straight to hell. Yeah, I'll fucking see, see you boys in hell from heaven because I'm baptized. <laughs> nice. <laughs> are you communed and confirmed? Yeah, leader of my class. They don't normally give ranks, but I fucking slayed it. <laughs> I got the Ooh. best fucking Bible verse. Straight gospels only to the Romans. <laughs> you ever be the 14-year-old boy who can take dick the best? <laughs> what if I say yes right now? What happens? Yeah, what happens? <laughs> nothing good for the next me. Step in nothing this. nothing yeah. good for me. I'm sorry. The, the game the game theory tree on this doesn't look good for you. I was I was trying to I was trying to write a joke. I was trying to write a joke about how the the priest from my church um is a convicted pedophile now. Mm-hmm. But um it was like he was also no, it's okay. He, it was boys. Um, and also my little brother's fat. So we were safe. Um, but, <laughs> um, but like, uh, he, he was also like a known Miami Dolphins fan. So I was like trying to write a joke about being like, yeah, the priest from my congregation was like a convicted Miami Dolphins fan. Um, <laughs> 
You would know this, but all my Miami Dolphins fans have been convicted at one point or another. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know. It just seems like a bad sign in Canada, especially. (laughs) Brett, Brett, this is only for you. you. Brett, this is only for you, but I'm just imagining it's to catch a predator, but it's Miami Dolphins fans. (laughs) Someone comes in and they're like, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number. And he goes, take a seat, sir. (laughs) When... When you said here uh, to Margaritaville for 2069 that Dave Wanstead was a fine head coach, what were you trying to do? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying he had a lot going against him. You could understand if you saw him that way. I love to catch a predator bits. So Sophie falls asleep to like to to catch a predator on YouTube. And Domicon Sue was a number one pick is all I'm saying. Okay, if you get baptized in anime, it's not real. Okay, why Why is it not real? Because I don't think that you can digitally, like, recreate, even though I don't agree necessarily with religiosity, and I just have had it thrust upon me by my, like, unfortunate upbringing and whatnot, I don't think that you can, even though I think that it's fate, I don't think that you can just, like, co-opt uh aesthetics or characteristics by doing them like by proxy okay <laughs> i mean why not if it's supposed to be a spiritual experience if you could actually recreate it digitally why wouldn't that be valid especially for somebody who's stuck in a wheelchair or is confined to a bed okay. right like yeah normally but... god was just like hey fucking get up the steps or go to hell bitch <laughs> 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 you want to go to heaven you want to put in some effort huh Oh, I'm going to come down there. I'm God, but I'll walk down there. Yeah, not likely. <laughs> well, that's There's what... accessible spaces for everyone, you dumb fucking cons. <laughs> that's my, that's, new, that's my new character. It's the misogynist uh, disability advocate. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have a Polish friend who's like Marisha. She's, yeah. like, she's like wheelchair. Yeah. Bound. She could definitely be fucking like. She's baptized. She's baptized. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Rob. You're actually doing ableism right now. <laughs> mm. Mm. Am I? <laughs> yeah. I I'm mean, just saying, if it's supposed to be a spiritual experience, a religious experience, why does it necessitate? If the whole point of spirituality is that it's not really combined to matters of the flesh, then why the fuck does a spiritual experience have to be combined or, uh, reliant on a physical experience yeah and if you're yeah. if you're okay. a protestant it, you believe that wherever two or three or more faithful gather that is the church and so if they're gathering in digital spaces how is that any different than the gathering that occurs in prayer like listen, are you not communing with god just because god in this particular space is manifested in a way that has some big ass juicy titties and a tank top maybe says fresh <laughs> milk on it i don't know i'm just spitballing <laughs> Okay, I get it. None of you guys are Catholic and you don't understand, but I'll be I'll be I'll be thinking about this while I masturbate with the lights off and all my clothes off. <laughs> we out here wearing cross necklaces. We 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 out here literally both wearing cross necklaces at this moment, so <laughs> sorry, if Christ can transubstantiate into mm-hmm. Uh, the bread and the wine, uh, who is to say that he would not then transubstantiate into an e-girl? God is a big titty goth GF. <laughs> and we love him for it. 
Jesus God, God is just blushing like, uh, uh, it's not even like I died for you. Uh. <laughs> Notice me. Notice me. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll be honest, looking at the topics today, I didn't think that VR church was the one that would upset you. <laughs> next, next, to, next to Tony Robbins is a sex pest and due to abuse women for profit and grift. No, like, all right, all right. Dude, have, have you seen Ev's Twitter account? It's all being shitty to women. She's fine with it. <laughs> oh, come the fuck off it. We, okay, we can move on to Burger King loans. Let's do it, please. Please. <laughs> I'm actually enjoying myself very much. I'm sorry. Continue your episode. And woke brand news. Uh, a brand is going to save you from your crushing student debt. Yeah, and all you got to do is fuck the colonel. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if it looks like Nick Mullen still. Uh, <laughs> 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 all right. <laughs> uh, so now, now, now Burger King is pushing this whole gimmick with Ernest, who is this. Um, it's a debt consolidation startup that has a shitload of VC cash behind them. Mm-hmm. This is actually like the sixth or seventh pairing like this I've seen them do. This mm-hmm. is the most widely advertised one. There's something about them that is starting to make me nervous, just the way they're they're organized around this. Outside of, like, they are the Sally Mae 2.0 is what they look like now. Mm-hmm. Um, so be concerned if you're working with this company, Ernest. No. But now Burger King is saying if you order on the app um, and then you're just automatically entered for a chance to win up to 100K of debt being wiped out, student loan debt. Okay, question. Who does the company, so the company is in charge of Bridgerton. Who else are they conglomerating with? Ernest. Okay, so who Which is, like, which is a student loan earn, company. Like it's, like, it's like oh, selling okay, okay, Very okay, clever. Okay, okay. Yeah. You live yeah. in hell. Yeah. Yeah. They do a bunch of gimmicky shit, shit at like, uh, oh, if you use this app, you get $10 uh, off of your next student loan payment. Jesus. So yeah. there is a limit. It's up to 100K. It is. I mean, there's a, outside of the whole like fuck you brand thing. It's deeply, deeply uh, depressing for our econ- economic system and just the economy at large that you don't even give away money now because you know people have debt. So it's just better to wipe their debt than give them money because that's all it's going to anyway. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's a horrible sign. Yeah. Um. And it- so instead of who wants to be a millionaire, it's who wants to be debt free. <laughs> uh, not to make a value statement, but I mean, like Burger King's. No, never do those on on podcasts. One of the worst (laughs) has to be one of the worst chains like in the States, right? Like it's, it's bad here. Do people like it? No. In the States. Okay. So do you think that they're not, they're not drifting off like a vulnerable population? Yeah. Every aspect (laughs) of this is, is more depressing the more you dig into it and Having worked with big corporations, I guarantee you they did the market research and they said, here's the people who buy Burger King. Okay, all of these people are broke as fuck and yep, in massive yeah. amounts of debt. How do we speak to them, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and make them want to buy more of our garbage ass food because they live in a food desert. It, and they just went, yeah, no, this is a great idea. I love it. I this. mean, it, it could be done well. Like, I, I hate to play devil's advocate here, but if you remember, <laughs> if you remember a couple of years ago, Little Caesars, yeah. um, Little Caesars had this. Uh, oh, Sophie remembers. So you. Um, the thing was you'd get a, a $5 hot and ready and that would enter you as a contest where you'd have a chance to win representation at family court. And that helped a lot of fathers. <laughs> so there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. 
Yo, guys, uh, let's, let's I won that representation. Let's 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 <laughs> all be vulnerable right now. How much student debt do we all have? Fucking okay, the everybody. Most. One, two, three. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still more than 50k. Yeah. I mean It's just like to me it's obviously just like the end stage of like brands really understanding exactly who their target audience is, right? Like it's like Okay, we're gonna take advantage of you to the largest degree. Yeah, it's acknowledging extreme, the it's fact that nobody dark. has money. It's but, so dark. But but BK already did like the the like range of emotion meals, right? Yeah. yeah. And then now on top of that, they're doing the like they're not even doing um the like oh yes meal pissed meal. They're doing the like I think we did this like. On a, an earlier episode of the podcast, but like, what about the pest that I have so much fucking student loan that I am not buying proper groceries for myself? I am <laughs> yeah, they heard or, you. They're here to ordering. Ever f- real quick, real quick stop yeah. opening a bag of sun chips into the mic if you could. <laughs> <laughs> Lace potato chips, baby. It's like this pussy. You can't have it just once. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. This is what we're doing now, huh? This is where we've got. Should we just get to the next topic, I guess? Yeah. This is where we're at. You want to come for me? The the last thing I'll say about this is I am alarmed and entertained by the mental image of all of their marketing people working through the material conditions of their customer base and then going, now how do we exploit this? Yeah, and being unable to acknowledge the systemic issue of it, right? That's what I was saying, yeah. They did all the work. There's an institutional (laughs) bondage and they're saying that's fine. I want to know, what conditions make you think, how can I exploit these people? Have you never been poor? I mean, part of it, part of it is... um, this is a big professional class thing in general as you it's always like distancing yourself from the actual humans that you're fucking over mm-hmm. yeah, or trying yeah. to blame it on like listen i'm just here trying to do a job and my boss is on me to do this bullshit so i'm just gonna do it and i have to do it semi well otherwise i'll get fired and right. i'm just right and they get trapped in this whole headspace of like there's this weird professional class thing where they think they're rich, but at the same time, they're absolutely fucking terrified of being fired because they yeah. know subconsciously yeah. that the minute they are, they become like everybody else and they get fucked. Even right? that's right. precarious, right? So right. they're going to take exactly. advantage of whatever it's, they it's, can. It's, it's pseudo-precarious because they're still like making more than, like let's say, the working class, Get but they're like... They are, but it's still if you're if you're pulling a paycheck, you're not if you're pulling and dependent on a paycheck, you're not wealthy. Period. And Brett. Yeah. Regardless yeah. of regardless of their class status too, and this is big in the professional class, but it affects everyone. There's ethical fading, right? So yes. that cognitive heuristic where even if you think it's wrong to exploit people in this way, which moral good do you want to go after? I'm on Burger King's social media team. I gotta promote their loan thing and doing that so I can feed my son is more of a moral good than some diffuse why am i doing this work big picture uh ideal and like that's everyone like what can you do systems set up to exploit people in precisely that way definitely my my experience has been what they do is go to uh local boutique fitness classes (laughs) drink mimosas on the weekend and then read books like the subtle art of not giving a fuck and convince themselves that it's actually okay damn that book doesn't have an asterisk where the u is does it because that'd be pretty fucking twisted 
Yo, you know, you know what? You know what is? You know what is the number one thing about oh, like? Keep it together. Uh, oh, what? What? Keep what the fuck together, Rob? <laughs> when everyone else is laughing and you don't get it, that should be a sign. <laughs> You know what is? You know what is like? You know what? No, Ev, Ev, you know what's what is, it like? You know what is? No, Ev, re- tell you know me. What is, you know Ev, what is what's so it like? Lucky? No, you know what is Ev, so lucky? what's so lucky? You're Ev. so lucky. You're so no, lucky. I know. You're I know. So but tell me. But tell me. Six hours too you're far so to catch far these away. fucking hands. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're. That's what you're. Yeah, you got me. You got me. Thank you for filling in for John with the the violent ideation on the pod i was didn't contribute something valuable to this why start now but instead (laughs) (laughs) all right guys thanks for listening to rob is is so jealous that there is one other like locally unpredictable bipolar in an hour when this riff is done we're gonna love it guys Le- <laughs> leftist fucking podcaster. Yeah. Write it down because you're going to want to know what she said earlier never, in the sentence when she gets to the punchline. As an actual comedian. Oh my god, stop <laughs> it. Did she get. Fuck, I think I forgot part of it. <laughs> 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 so, was it good at least? I- I'm so sorry. It was good. Okay, cool. Respect. <laughs> Respect then. Okay, honey. It'll, it'll be on the audio. We can type it <laughs> Oh, my dad, I'm so glad that we recorded a podcast with you guys for like, um, I don't know, an hour and 44 minutes before I robbed, descended into his classic fucking misogyny. I'm being gaslit right now, right? People. Like nobody, who is your audience <laughs> right now? Who do you think is nodding with you? Um, I don't know. Um, Sethier and funnier and smarter than him. Oh my god, it hurts so bad, Rob. I'm so sorry. Do y'all want to do Navarro? No, no, we're done, Brett. Brett. You're just gonna fade up the music onto that. (laughs) I think we're done here. I'm completely content with that. Yeah, well, then maybe another time. Okay, honey, bye.